All right, and we are live. So guys, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life. Um, before we go ahead and get started on this video on how to let go when you are still in love with someone, um, just go ahead and please do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button uh, for this video. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel if you like what we're doing and uh, hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications when we go live. And um, you know, if, if you like the message that we're getting out there in these recent videos, uh, you'd probably also like our book called Be Love For Who You Are over at modernlove.life slash book. Okay, so uh, today <laughs> I'm at home. Uh, I, I stayed home today to work from home to uh, get some recording done. It's a lot easier to do that um, than over at the office. So I'm here on the balcony making this video for you. Uh, I'm not recording this video, uh, but I recorded some other project. Um, but yeah, anyway, here we are. And uh, I wanted to build off of yesterday's video, which was um, about all of this letting go of someone you love stuff. And uh, how, I, I wanna make this clear, that uh, in yesterday's video, which I'll go ahead and link to over here if you missed it, um, we talked about the steps involved in, uh, in, in letting go right and that was number one recognize that there's an incompatibility between you and your ex or you and this other person um, number two accept them for how they are so you have to accept that okay they are this way they're probably not going to change if they were going to change it wouldn't be my responsibility to change them the power of my love wouldn't change them um, if they were going to change they would want to change on their own they would need to change on their own um, and that once you do that if there's an incompatibility and you can accept that person as somebody who has traits that are incompatible with yours, then the most loving thing to do is to let go. And at that point, you want to appreciate the time that you had together, the relationship that you had together, and uh, just close that chapter of your life. I'm trying to stay out of the sun here. Um, and so as you do that, um, I noticed in the comments that there were a lot of people that had a lot of these situations that were like, well, you know, what if your ex is really mean to you? What if um, your, your ex is a narcissist? What if they have borderline personality disorder? What if all of these other situations? And I want to make it clear that you do not need to stay in contact with somebody who is not a good fit for you, somebody who is going to bring drama and suffering and pain into your life and into your uh, relationship that you may have with them, right? You don't need to do that. Um, that's what recognizing the incompatibility is about. And that's what accepting them 100% for who they are is about. And then of course, the next thing is to of course, close that chapter. And by doing that, you're closing the door on the two of yours, the, the two of you, um, really ever getting back together because you recognize there's that incompatibility, right? Even if you were to get back together, you would still be incompatible. There would still be some sort of friction between the two of you that would make a relationship difficult to really have, okay? And so as you go about this, um, that line in the sand that we talked about yesterday, that's really important. That's where dealing with, you know, the, the narcissists, the borderline personality disorder folks, the 
people that maybe don't even have some sort of mental illness or mental condition uh, that just for better or worse you're just not compatible with that's where that boundary comes into play where you just say okay here's the boundary and I'm just not going to accept that kind of uh, relationship that kind of behavior that kind of person um, into my relationship life it doesn't mean that they're wrong as a person it doesn't mean that they're bad as a person it doesn't mean that I'm wrong or that I'm bad it just means that we don't get along well together and you just got to accept that and you've got to let go of that person to create the space in your own life for that kind of relationship that you want and I know that letting go um, it's easier said than done. I mean, like if you were to just go out and do what I said in that video, it would probably be very difficult emotionally. So moving on, even though I laid it out in a simple sort of way, it's difficult to actually follow through and do because you, of course, are a human and you have emotions, right? Uh, you still remember the nice times that you had with that person. You still recall the warm intimate moments that you had the inside jokes that you shared the little names that you called each other and all that um, and it's easy to like want to turn back and say hey what if we could like make things work out but that's where that line in the sand comes into play you want to um, do what you need to do to, to close that door energetically speaking so that you don't feel tempted to go back to that person because if you have recognize that the two of you are incompatible and that um, you have accepted them as they are so you're not like hoping or fantasizing about changing them someday um, then you really owe it to yourself and to them to close that door okay and you know you can do whatever you need to do to make this happen delete their phone number block them uh, get your friends and family on as like accountability and all of that stuff and that is definitely something that can really help you out. Um, and then just let it be okay that you're gonna have a difficult time emotionally with this. Let it be okay. Uh, do what you need to do to mourn that loss of the relationship. Do what you need to do to um, deal with those feelings of heartbreak on your own. Um, but really do deal with them. Don't just think that you're moving on because you go out and you are dating somebody else. Uh, just because you're dating somebody else doesn't mean you've moved on. If you haven't actually dealt with the emotions, you're actually in a rebound relationship, which is not so great for you in the long run. So um, I really want to bring this point home. I really want to emphasize that, uh, that, that you have to make those hard choices. Draw that line in the sand. Um, if you need to, you know, block the person, delete their phone number, uh, get people in your life on board to support you, to help you, um, so that you don't feel the temptation to go back to that person if that person truly isn't um, in your best interest, truly isn't going to really allow you to have the great kind of relationship that you really want, okay? Um, and yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. But if you have those systems in place to keep you from slipping back into trying to you know go back to the old watering hole um, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be a whole lot better off okay so with that being said um, I don't know how great this video is gonna be because it's kind of windy out here I've got this wind muffler on we'll have to see how it works out 
Um, but yeah, I've noticed a lot of people posting some comments. Let's see what we got up in here. Um, I'm going to try and read these through the sun glare without getting obnoxiously close so you can see up my nose. <laughs> uh, is, that, is that Jane? Jane says, love your videos. Thank you for all the advice. Well, thank you for commenting, Jane. Um, I know he is not good for me, and I want to get over him, but it is too damn hard as I see him every day at work. Okay, so, um, what, first of all, if at all possible, avoid dating coworkers. okay? Nothing good really ever comes of that. I know that it all worked out great for Jim and Pam on The Office, but again, that's a TV show, it's not reality. Um, please, don't date coworkers, okay? But if you are in that situation, um, number one, let it be a lesson to not date coworkers in the future, but number two, limit your contact as much as possible. Keep your interactions professional. Um, you know, if it makes sense and if it's possible within the company that you're working for, uh, you know, see if you can get transferred to another department or another branch or another whatever, right? Um, but other than that, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be hard to see your ex every day at work. Um, but aside from getting another job, and that's not off the table, you know, if, if this is really difficult for you, you may just need to get another job. Um, but, but it will be hard. It will be hard. And if you're just going to keep your job and you're going to stay and your ex is going to keep his job, then you're going to have to deal with that. You're just going to have to go through this healing process on hard mode. There's no way to make it easy because of the circumstance. Um, and you're just going to have to go through it on hard mode and work through these emotions as best you can while still being in contact with him. Obviously, it would be easier if, uh, if you weren't in contact, if you didn't work together, but uh, that's just kind of the way that things have fallen in this particular circumstance. Uh, let's see what else folks are saying. Hey Clay, thanks for all of the help lately. Um, rough day today. I keep posting mushy stuff. Sorry, I'm trying to read through the sun. I keep posting mushy stuff, hoping um, she'll see it. I just want to. I just want her to know I care still and don't have any ill intent. Okay, so. Um, my main issue with that is posting things on social media with the expectation that your ex or a certain person is going to see them. Okay, that's that's what what one of my mentors, Dr. Robert Glover, would call a covert contract, and um, it's when you are doing something to indirectly try to get your needs met or to indirectly uh, communicate a message to somebody rather than just directly saying it to them. And I understand that you may have been blocked or that you may not have a direct way to communicate with somebody. But if you really want to communicate with somebody, do it directly. And um, um, I mean, like beyond that, if you just want to leave things on a good note, just call and leave a voicemail or send a letter or something like that, um, just so that you can get it out there, energetically get it out there, um, so that you can feel good about how you're leaving this situation. It doesn't matter if they get it or read it or, or listen to it or whatever, but you can get it out there, right? Uh, I would not really do the whole social media game just because 
you get that whole like expectation of a response you get that whole desire for validation you get that whole um, covert contract thing happening as well too um, but with that being said you know yeah I'm sorry you're having a tough day I know it's it's tough to deal with all of this stuff um, especially when things don't pan out the way that you maybe initially hoped um, and you know if you ever just need to vent or anything like that you can use the comment section on any one of my videos and just like go ahead and vent about it I'm totally okay with that someone was doing that the other day and they were like really apologetic about it and everything but I'm like hey dude it's okay um, I know that there aren't a whole lot of places that you can really go to voice this stuff especially some of these darker emotions that we sometimes have and um, I just want you to know that at least on my channel I can't speak for other content creators but I want you to feel comfortable to go ahead and do that uh, let's see what else folks are saying here if I can read through the glare here um, a lot of emotion typically means they have not moved on I think that's a question mark uh, have they have not moved on question mark um, I know my situation is rough but could that have also been part of also been part of it and I just gave her um, the excuse to cut me out okay so a lot of emotion does mean that um, that the other person is still caught up in the breakup in the relationship in you know whatever happened even if it's like really negative emotion like hatred or something like that they're still caught up and you know I see this all the time people their their ex may go into like a rebound relationship or something and uh, they're they're like trying to agitate um, agitate you right they're trying to like rub the new relationship in their face they're trying to say like oh yeah my new partner's like a million times better than you or something like that and that person clearly has not moved on they are still emotionally wrapped up attached bound to whatever the two of you had and uh, that's that's really a sign that that person probably shouldn't be in whatever new relationship that they're in and that it's probably going to uh, crash and burn. I mean, I guess that's okay because they're karmically setting themselves up for a lot of pain, but um, they just have to learn how to not do that and learn how to sit with those painful emotions rather than try to bury them in a rebound relationship, at least in my opinion. Uh, okay, what else are folks saying? Sorry, guys, it's like really hard to read out here outside with the glare. I thought the conditions would be a little bit better here today. Okay, that's the one where we left off. Um, hey, every time I block her, I quit con... This is kind of cut off. I don't know why. I quit contacting her. I try to date. Um, yeah, date only if you feel emotionally ready to date. I mean, like, don't force yourself to date. I know there's a lot of advice that says, you know, in order to move on from somebody, you, need, you, should, you should go on a date with, like, ten people or whatever. And um, the, the idea is that you're supposed to see all these other people and see that your ex is not all that and that you can do better and all that stuff. And, um, I, mean, I mean, I don't know, maybe that works. But for a lot of people, they will use it as a crutch to avoid dealing with the pain of their breakup. They'll use it as a, a, a way of getting more external validation from another person. And they'll use it as a way of trying to hide from the tough healing that needs to happen. Okay, so uh, date if you are emotionally ready to do that, but don't date as a way of trying to hide from the pain of your breakup. Uh, let's see, what else are folks saying? 
Um, what if you track? Uh, moved. What if you what if you tracked who viewed your Facebook profile and my ex is viewing it daily? Um, yeah, like I would just say, don't track that. Like, th th there's there's no reason to track that, right? Like, you could like theoretically put like a GPS chip or something like that in a letter and then send it out, but that's really weird, right? Like, you wouldn't do that because that just seems really weird. And in in, in a certain way. I think it's kind of weird for when people do stuff like that with emails and social media things and all that. And I understand that some of these platforms have the thing built into it. Like, uh, I don't know, what was it, like WhatsApp or something like that? It's been a long time since I've used that. It, it'll show like a check mark if they view it and like another check mark if they uh, received it or something like that. So um, try not to get caught up in that, right? Because you're going to see like, oh, they didn't open it. What does that mean? Does that mean that they hate me? Does that mean that they're blocking me? Does that mean all of these things? And your mind is just going to go crazy tying itself in knots, trying to figure out what it means. And um, what happens is when we have these unknowns in our life, we often rush to fill them in with worst case scenario projections, fears, insecurities, and stuff like that. And that's not beneficial because it's going to keep you in panic. It's going to keep you... Uh, assuming the worst, it's going to keep you in a really poor emotional state. So if you can disable any of those plugins, add-ons, whatever, and just, just be okay with sometimes not knowing. Um, you know, even if they never do receive it, even if they never do open it, even if they never do read it, even if they never do reply to it, it's okay. You don't have to invent a reason for it. You may never even know the reason for it. Maybe the reason is like something totally not even related to you or, or, or something that's totally not, doesn't have anything to do with you. Like maybe they got it, but they were in a weird situation um, and they didn't have the, the time to check it. And then later they forgot that they were gonna check it later. I mean, there's like all kinds of things that could happen. And you're not gonna do yourself any favors getting tied up in knots, trying to understand all of this because again all that matters is are you compatible or not compatible if you're not compatible then you have to accept them the way that they are without trying to change them and if that's the case the loving thing to do for yourself the loving thing to do for them is to let go of the relationship to create space for a new potential partner in your life and in their life that is going to be a better fit for for both of you really um, and then to appreciate that chapter for what it was, appreciate the good things that that chapter had, and then to close that chapter, right? So uh, don't, don't try to get all the answers to every possible thing out there. First of all, it's impossible. Um, second of all, your mind is going to just invent answers that may or may not even be true, so what's the point? Um, and it's mostly just going to keep you stuck reacting, caught in the emotional loop, okay? Uh, let's see what else people are talking about. Let's see if we can do like one more. Um, oh, well, we're not even at 20 minutes yet. Wow, okay. Uh, my best friend is in a relationship with a chick who is going through a divorce and her ex is making things difficult. Um, yeah, my advice would be number one, if they are um, 
if they're good with each other, if you, your friend and the, the woman are good with each other, then to just let it be known that, hey, I care about you. I want to be in a relationship with you. I'm not trying to drag any drama into this. Um, my ex is creating this drama, but uh, I want you to know that whatever he says, does, whatever, um, I'm on your side. I prioritize our relationship, and I want you to know that you can trust me to continue to do that, right? And if they have that understanding, then it doesn't matter how insecure uh, the ex is. It doesn't matter how much he tries to meddle or whatever. Um, they'll have that connection that's strong and unshakable, and they won't have to worry about another person coming in between, right? It's only when there's insecurity, jealousy, lack of trust that uh, someone else really can come in between. Because if you like really trust and have that connection with one another, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else does when they try to, you know, wedge in in between you and someone else. Okay, wow, really hard to read in the sun. I'm gonna have to get a new setup here. I wanted to open up this umbrella that we have here on the balcony, but it's like crazy windy today, and it would have just like flopped over and flown away in the breeze, which would would have been probably entertaining for you guys, but uh, kind of stressful for me. <laughs> um, Clay, X and I are meeting up after a period of no contact. We are talking and texting again, but she seems to want to start um, engagements. Or enlargements. Start, start enlargements? I'm not sure what that means. Start enlargements each time over things. Um, I'm guessing you mean, uh, is that entanglements? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it was an autocorrect thing. Maybe I just can't read because of the glare. But I'm going to assume you mean she wants to start arguments, not enlargements. Although that, I don't know, could be kind of interesting. Um, but uh, arguments. Just set a boundary and say, hey, I'm not here to fight over what happened or didn't happen in the past. You have your story. I have my story. Um, things didn't go the way that that we wanted them to, obviously, otherwise we wouldn't have broken up. Um, and I'm not trying to make you wrong, I'm not trying to make you see things my way either, but I really don't think that this is a good path for us to go down if you and I are going to stay in contact, if you and I are going to be friendly with one another, if you and I are going to um, continue to talk. Just got to lay out a boundary like that and uh, don't let her drag you into something that you don't want to go into. You don't have to engage. You don't have to prove her wrong. You don't have to make her see things from your point of view. You don't have to defend yourself. Because at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know what happened. She may have a different story, but as long as you know what happened and you're okay with that, and you're okay with what you did, whether or not it's something that you love that you did or not, but you're okay with the fact that the action happened or didn't happen, um, then you're you you don't have to engage you don't have to engage. That's always an option is to not engage, right? Uh, it doesn't seem like that in the moment, but if you can start to see that moment, that small moment in between when somebody says something and when you react 
and start to live in that moment and start to have choice in that moment, that's when you truly gain freedom. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I actually recommend the book um, A Complaint-Free World very often is because it teaches you to find that moment and to live in it and to find that gap between something happening and complaining, something happening and complaining. And of course this translates over into something happening and argument, something happening and big fight, something happening and saying something you regret, something happening and doing something you regret. Um, and you actually start to gain control over your emotional state. So that's a book that I would also recommend. Uh, in addition to obviously my own book, Be Loved For Who You Are, which has a nice segue, let's just say, is over at uh, modernlove.life slash book. That is modernlove.life slash book. Um, let's see. All right, let's see if we can do one more question. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, they were correcting and saying argument, not enlargement. <laughs> okay. Um, my ex and I had an argument when we met up again um, and the last day before he leaves to other place and now he is ghosting me I wanted to call him to apologize and we don't and he didn't answer uh, what do I do now okay so um, I don't know how how recent this is if this is like something that's like done or if this is something that's still unfolding because it happened like I don't know maybe like a day or two ago um, but if this is something that's still happening then you can just apologize apologize through calling him apologize through leaving a voicemail apologize through an email apologize through uh, whatever way that you can um, and what's most important is not that he accepts it but that you let go of whatever it was that you regret saying or doing that you um, are less than proud of yourself about and that you put it out there so that it's on him to either accept it or not accept it or to hold on to resentment or to be the bigger person and actually continue a dialogue with you but what's most important is you have done your part to be the bigger person and um, you know it's up to them and whatever they choose to do is going to reveal to you their character and that's going to tell you more about okay are we compatible or are we not compatible and uh, then accept them 100% one whichever way it is and if you're not compatible then do the loving thing and let go okay so guys um, I if I can read through the glare here I think it's been about 30 minutes so I'm gonna go ahead and cut this one short I hope that the audio on this works because it's kind of windy and I've got this little poof thing that's supposed to block out the wind so we'll hope we'll see uh, but yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Again, if you like this, give me a thumbs up, please. Um, and feel free to leave comments uh, in the, in the you know, once this is not live anymore and it's a regular video, go ahead and leave some comments. I'll try to keep up and uh, post any replies when I can. And um, yeah, if you like us, please support us by checking out our book, Be Loved For Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. It'll cost you seven whole dollars. Uh, but thank you so much, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, probably back